0: Welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the Well-Fed Boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do. That was a really good... Me and George just had a really good warm-up sesh right before, like, just before, like, we hit recording this podcast, and we just gabbed. It felt like it was, um, you know, we were on the field, uh, you know, we are on the court, Going through warm-ups and we were warming up mm-hmm. and like we just got a good sweat going and now we're ready to go box.
1: What was going on before is when you get to said friend's house early to watch a football game and the game hasn't started yet and they're showing the players on the field, like um, in like the cutoff team, like dry fit, <laughs> and they got the big ass headphones on and they're just doing like the The side-by-sides. I don't know what you call them when you kind of like kick the leg in front, kick the leg behind or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just like warming up. We got a good one. But it. you know what? Usually when we do that and we know that it's a good one, it's always around the same thing and it's food.
0: Yeah. Well, Jordan just told me about a fire-ass new New Haven pizza-style pizza Italian restaurant that just opened up. So I'm uh, very, very excited about going to try that. And then we have a buddy coming in town, and I was asking him where to go, and we were like, "Let's." I mean, Jordan was like, to do the staple Flanagan's, you know, South Florida staple." And then we both figured out that we have the same order too. So, like, that's just what we do. Mm. You know what I mean? Just why we're that's why we both are sitting in these seats.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we and then and then Alex rolls right into let's do it because
0: we like that energy.
1: to keep Yeah, it you want, going. I think you want you want our friend to join the flannelly.
0: <laughs> yes, very well done. Well done. Hmm.
1: Flanagan. Flanagan. I love those commercials like come on down to Flanagans. That's how he does it. I'm hoping that that's just the voice they've been using, like creeping people out for over 60 years.
0: I hope that is Joe, Flanagan, and do and like he he was originally the one that they recorded it and there's like we gotta keep him.
1: Or it's just some guy that like does voiceovers and he's just raking it in just because of the Flanagans commercial.
0: That's what I feel but it's a good one, because that's what that's what I feel like he like. Uh, if, if an establishment like Flanagan's could talk, that's how they would sound.
1: You think so? Yeah. Uh, let me just do very quickly, since we're talking about it, and I know um, one of my, um, you know, what did I learn this week was that Flanagan's is a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. And uh, just since we're on it, I just want to give you, you know, you stock heads out there, just a little update. Um yes. Yeah, we are. We're currently uh, we're up 044 uh, percent today. Uh, we're holding what? at a nice even thirty one dollars.
0: Yeah, every time Flanagan is brought up here, I want you to immediately grab your phone and look that up real quick.
1: Yeah, and um, fifty two week high thirty three dollars <laughs> thirty three cents. So it's kind of it's kind of at the top right now. Okay, so just you know keep an eye on it. And uh, last keep time I looked, eyes. it had eighteen hundred employees. And right now, seventeen hundred sixty-six. Well,
0: that makes sense, but you know why? That's because they hire a lot of temps for St. Patty's Day, and St. Patty's Day just came and went. Mm. So now they have all those. Temps. Trim the fat. Trim the
1: fat. The temps are gone. Okay, thirty-one dollars. Look at us just, just, again. <laughs> <laughs> <Planned> again. <laughs>
0: all right, episode one eighteen. Let's kick it off here and. Um, Talk
1: to me about the Jay Giles band. Um, Jay Giles band. Um, first off, I was having—I was just totally like I'm walking through the woods and there's all these just uh, roots that are in my way, stumbling over the name all week because of the spelling. Okay, guy, that does not look how Giles would be spelled. So are you? That's definitely the way it's it's pronounced. Yes, that's okay. That's how my father.
0: my father always said it. So I'm. A, and we I feel, we I had I a assume. former
1: Peacock. Um, who was the Peacock? Actually, yeah, because they, with they the were Spanish Detroit singer people. that uh, that you did, that's got the difficult name Krungbin. Oh yeah, Krungbin. Krungbin. So another Krungbin. one where you just you look at it, stumble over it, try it three times. That in one's top
0: tier, though. Like I don't even like. I know so many people that do that one right. I don't even fault them
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Jake Isles band was great yeah um much bluesier i don't know why i didn't think it was going to be bluesy and Did like you get that harmonica
0: rocky. oh yeah yeah that really good harmonica yeah
1: and some of the music you know like even without the lyrics and stuff was was just awesome so oh. they rocked i'm a little surprised um that they were not bigger Like, I think, I think this is now, uh, tell me if I'm wrong here, but Jay Giles' band falls into the category of bands you knew about when they were actually around and in, you know, actually active. Mm -hmm. And... But, like, people after that generation, I think, would have a very difficult time ever referencing them. And if you did say that to an older person, like, yo, I got some Jay Giles band about to play, yes. that would transform them. They stop for a minute, they don't say anything, and they go back to the 70s, and they're kind of, like, remembering the summer of love. And, like, and then they come back to now, and they're just like, whoa, couldn't believe you uh, you know about them.
0: Yeah, that's a good, I, I would say
1: that's accurate. Right? Yeah. Because there's bands, like, we would talk to your dad or even my dad about and, like, uh, never I, heard the name. And then they're like, oh, oh, yeah, they were
0: huge. Right. And you're like, yeah. what? How were they yeah. huge? And
1: I didn't, you know, like, it didn't get to the, the younger generation. Because some stuff just kind of, I don't want to say stops, but, or gets forgotten. No, you're, or... no, no, you're right.
0: No, there's just bands that are, that are like that. Like, they, they have, like, they were great. They not, not, not that they had, maybe they had a moment, but, like, yeah. Then it just, like, you go, oh, what yeah, band, that
1: band... Like Janis Joplin's band that she was in. Um, a company with a uh, monster trucking company or some shit. That band, too. I'm like, I would have never known that, but they're awesome. Big Brother and the Holding Company. There you go. Well, I, I couldn't. You I, were. I
0: was ready to stop this pod right now. I was yeah. like, we will not move on. But
1: that's another one where I'm just like. How could people not know that? How yeah. could more, you know, of the, I, I will say, of the general population not know that? You know, it might just be one of those things
0: where, like, what we, you know, what, what, when I, what I kind of said on the pod too, because they got, um, uh, you know, not railroaded, but they kind of got cornered into like they were just a party band, yeah. and I actually talked to my dad this weekend about the Jig Isles Band, and I was talking to him about it and was telling him how, you know, that's who I picked. And one of the things that he said cuz they remember they were a big Detroit band they yeah. were, mm-hmm. the, he said he goes, he goes he goes you know that they were the house band for uh for the uh the Bowery Ballroom in Detroit like the you know the Bowery, the Bowery Ballroom was like where all the big guys uh, played um and he goes they were the house band for like a long time he's like he's like they were the last band that played at the bowery he goes i went and solved the i went to the last concert that which had like everybody like janice and all, like oh there was a ton of like people because it was the last night of the bowery and he said he goes he goes they were the house band that night hmm. he goes they then they were always the house band there
1: yeah so i i don't which, know so just which ties into like
0: how i'm saying just like. They're that, they were just, you know, they kind of got corned into that, that, that's, they were that band.
1: I don't know if you want to call them like niche, you know, because they, they have a very, I think, uh, palatable sound. Yeah. I don't think it's for lack of no. effort or or skill or anything like that. So the the main takeaway of J.A. Giles' band is, to me like why isn't why weren't that why was, aren't they bigger now why don't more people know about them and why that is That was another
0: thing I wanted to bring up too that I forgot to mention and it was it was like I remember I was supposed to say last time but they were nominated uh for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame never they never got in but 2011, 2017, and eighteen. Five times, five different times That's they tried to put him in there,
1: and it was like just, kind of over a, like thirteen years. So there. that
0: again, I thought that was very interesting too. Of just like they were on the cut, like there was enough. They were like on like that band, you know. Like, they they yeah. were.
1: I mean, you you don't even get nominated unless you're either one a pioneer or be good enough that enough people think that you should be in. So yeah. that alone tells me that you know they're good right. but to me I'm just like I I left with more questions than answers
0: <laughs> you what a, yeah you this I, I went down a huge uh, rabbit hole too with them on YouTube uh, over the weekend again and why because I wanted to watch a bunch of their live stuff mm-hmm. and they've got a they got some really good live um, uh, performances recorded and they're on YouTube but man they're um, I, I forget who it was now but their harmonica player I don't think it was uh what's his name Dick remember he had like Dick Dick had the good name but that their harmonica player was amazing like I was watching live this guy comes in just rip roaring to the point where that's how I talked to my dad I finally I called my dad immediately was just like yo two things one why don't rock bands do harmonica stuff anymore? Because back in the 70s, you have Paul Butterfield, the Led Zeppelin. They were a huge harmonica. Like, Robert Plant played a ton of harmonica. You know, I'm watching him, like, 10 years after. Like, there's a bunch of, like, these... The Harmonica was a not, wasn't a wasn't the, the main piece, but it was a part of... I was like, you never see that anymore.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because one of the other things are... The two things that I thought about the harmonica. One... If you're going to incorporate it, that's how it's done. Yes. And to me, it was probably what I would consider to be maybe the most tasteful utilization of the harmonica in a band. Yeah,
0: and then I then my second thing I go and two dad, where was this band uh, like in the ranks, if you will, of like harmonica bands? Because I was like, wouldn't you agree? Like, you know, the harmonica was a pretty you know, main or really pretty big instrument in the band. And he was like, oh, they were definitely at the time. He's like, he goes, that was one of their calling cards. He goes, and because they were, the guy was so good at the harmonica. He's like, so he goes, at the time he goes, they were up there.
1: Yeah, because to feature a harmonica is, I think, very difficult to do. And they did it in a way that I thought was not too much, not too little. Mm -hmm. It was kind of just like that. You know, they were grooving and they kind of The harmonica knew. guy would
0: take a little so He would take a solo, it'd be yeah. like a little one, then he'd, be coming, he'd come back out. Yeah. But, but he would take a solo. Yeah. Because usually everyone knows the solos are for the, the lead guitar. That's it. Yeah. But the, 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 but the harmonica player takes solos mm-hmm. in the band.
1: Yeah. So Jay Giles' band was great. Um, nice. Definitely Glad recommend them right up my alley. I mean, just checks all the boxes. For what Jay lit the kid, uh, and I didn't add any in the of third this person, 80s person stuff in there. I
0: was, I was like, nah. I was, like, I don't think Jordan or anybody. I don't really want any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, I no, wanted I wanted, it, yeah. I wanted it to be just, yeah, you know, uh, the early just, stuff. just the stuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but uh, let's get into everyone's favorite segment. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn this week, my guy?
1: So what I learned this week is actually I was. Uh, you know watching tv uh-huh and i saw this arby's commercial and this, this this falls into the category of at arby's this weekend as well items that whose name at first glance when you first heard <laughs> this this type of something you always um you know tied that into luxury being very high end. Oh, I think I know. Where and this at is going. some point, it got so <laughs> watered down that now you see it. So glad you're bringing everywhere. This I'm so glad you're bringing this. And up. what I learned this week is I had to stop what I was doing and immediately look it up. What is Wagyu beef? <laughs> is it
0: like Japanese? Uh, it's like the Japanese cows that like only. Eats like like really like really good grass, and it's so that's the like co- tons that's the Kobe co- that's shit. the Kobe
1: that's the Kobe. Oh, leaf. that's the
0: Kobe. Okay, all right. I don't know that, but
1: basically, and one of the things that I thought was interesting are yes, you are correct. There's basically four different strains of cattle that come from Japan mm-hmm. and that those are considered wagyu beef. Okay. But one of the cool parts was I was reading here and basically like, is Kobe like a subset of wagyu?
0: I think, I don't know. I know I'm asking like, it was, but um, I didn't know that.
1: I think it's, I don't know if it's a type, a separate type or if that falls under okay. the purview of the wagyu. But I think Kobe. Is that how you
0: say to wagyu? Because I say wagyu. Like it's as if it's. Like, I don't know. Like ragu, I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be worldly. Okay.
1: Um. But basically, what I what I was seeing was that, like, the world just like stopped traveling, going to, and basically. There's no way that Arby's hamburger is real wagyu. <laughs> There's no way. Japan right? was completely isolated from the world, from like 1635 up until like mid 1850s right and you know there had been all these other, all this other beef you know you know the beef here came from europe and that all had been crossbreeded are you talking about like, the
0: like are you talking about actual beef or the beef that japan had like with china and all the other places like, no i'm not that's talking that's why it was Taiwan, separated from the world china, no <laughs> that's no. why they were separated from the world because japan has two different types of beefs so they got a lot of both no
1: not that beef <laughs> we had a little they, beef, had, they still had a little beef, beef Yeah, we had a little beef for a while. We squashed that early forties. We're good, Um, but basically, literally squashed it. Kind of sorta. I mean, definitely squashed it. Okay. Um, So there's these four different type of cattle, and like no one was really going there. So like all the stuff in Europe had already been really crossbred, and basically, you know, this it was they they were crossbreeding so that they could make like milk taste better, but it was kind of not something that the rest of the world wanted as far as a beef product. Cause it like, they weren't, um, they just weren't like big cows, okay. I guess you could say. Um, but eventually, you know, they started breeding them a little bit better to where, um, it's got like a super high, uh, fat content, which mm-hmm. is why, you know, they always, all those, all the, um, the porn you see on like Instagram of when they're slicing, the beef open and it's got this insane marbling the pattern. that's basically like the wagyu um you know and then the ones that you see like the really like there's grade one two three four and five like okay. the five is like not arby's not arby's okay <laughs> but um yeah so it was just interesting to me though because you know like the 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 um you know because do you know what the Version is if I told you to go to the store and pick out this type of beef would be like the American, uh, like mostly the American type of, and this is the same thing. This word is thrown onto a menu, and you're supposed to think, "Ooh la la, Chuck." Are we talking about? Yes, but but no, that's not it. But yes, you're on the right. Okay, think think a little bit are we, higher are we talking, grade.
0: Are we talking about? like steaks or ground beef
1: um i guess technically I, I, I was ground going,
0: think ground beef ground oh uh, i mean there's ground beef ground chuck um um i don't i don't even i can't even think i don't know uh, so
1: the one i'm i'm thinking of is angus beef ang oh yeah i always hear that angus one angus beef What's up with that? So, but what by, my point was is that that had been around for a long time. 100% Angus beef. And
0: Angus. They're all USDA Angus. Angus. Yeah, they're always doing that.
1: Yeah. So the like Federation of Wagyu Beef like in America only started in like Texas in like 1990. Okay. But I think that's part of the reason why even only recently like we're hearing the name a lot more because the, the beef did end up getting breeded out a little bit more because it wasn't as exclusive anymore okay. and stuff like that. But yeah, wagyu to me is just now I'm trying to think besides angus, can you think of any other terms that are like where it 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 at one point meant the height of luxury and now it's just you hear it and you're like that's that could be watered oh, down. I mean, you're not supposed to have wagyu beef at Arby's. I, I the
0: only thing that I don't know, the first thing that came to my mind uh, but it was only because I think it just sounded but then now that I've been an adult and I've had it many times I'm just like wow. was Beef Wellington was always like wow or Chicken Cordon Bleu I always remember mm. like those two things just being like damn those are ne- now like someone could ask me a thousand times do you want Chicken Cordon Bleu and I'd be like absolutely not
1: Hmm, I'm trying to think of, I had one earlier in the week that I was like, oh. That... Same with
0: Beef Wellington, but I think that one just but sounds. But that's like a
1: type of way to cook something. I'm thinking of just like, yeah. just the beef in that um, would have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll have to try to remember, um, you know, what, the, what that other thing was. But it was.
0: I I'm, I'm sure there was like a. I feel like there was someone like acai. Oh yeah. You know, like at one point was you know that's a like, good one. Yeah, that one, one you'll see that
1: everywhere now, and you're just like that was yeah. supposed to be you know like for the that was the
0: superfood
1: or whatever they used yeah. to call it. Oh you yeah, know? oh yeah. So that um, <laughs> now it's everywhere. That that I, I so I, I I learned myself on some wagyu beef, and it was very triggering because Arby's, I love you, but I'm keeping my eye on you. You, I've I've seen that commercial before, and I'm just like, there's no way
0: that's like you know wagyu or if it is, it's just like some super low grade. And, well, that's what I'm thinking. And it's is, like eighty twenty or like ninety ten ten percent the wagyu. Yeah, I'm
1: like thinking. That, like I'm just like,
0: there's no way that whole thing. No,
1: it's like the uh, the old Mexican lady I that's do kept that. a mole around for a thousand years, but yeah, in every batch you get one drop.
0: Because that's the thing is like at the, at the end of that commercial it's like. Wagyu Burgers at Arby's, $6.99 or something. It's like $5.99. You're just like, yeah. oh, nah. Mm-mm. Nah, nah, Mm-mm. nah, 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 yeah. nah. I went to Arby's this weekend. What'd you get? Uh, French dip. Mm. I, I need my horsey sauce fix.
1: Horsey sauce is good. I'm just a straight, um, uh, you know, call me just a... Um, you use a beef and cheddar, man? Beef and ched. I have to say I've never had it there. Fantastic. Never. chef's
0: kiss and, and, and there's no reason why I see it all the time. I'll see the commercial sometime. I'm like, that looks good. That looks good. Uh, what also just triggered me it's talking? Their staple.
1: Uh, Arby's, do you Arby's is, sauce
0: it, or what do you? What, are oh, you, you, I, I sleep, am look because Arby's
1: got a lot of good sauces. Jay, the kid can never have too many sauces, and he can Arby's never got ha- good sauces. I'm a big sauce guy, and I love their their sauce options. So I, I Bravo literally, sauce. I literally get like some of everything, and okay. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm dipping and ripping, I'm and dipping and ripping. I love that, I love that. Now, anytime Arby's comes up, my father-in-law cannot help but stop and be like, hey really good reuben it's okay
0: yeah, okay i i mean i could i could see them having a good
1: i mean dude it's a it's a it's a it's a fast food reuben you like, know what
0: you know what? And, and i might get called out for this one you know what they have that's a little guilty pleasure of mine as well their chicken salad sandwich their pecan chicken salad sandwich fresh it's nice you're
1: not ordering that there though i almost ordered it on saturday so you did four again and then just Arby's a little bit later. Yeah. Getting your curly fry in. Huh? That's all I just wanted. I really, I really just wanted the yeah, curly fry. So fire. So fire. <laughs> so fire. Alex, what did you learn this week? Okay. So I
0: learned this week about the first time that John Lennon and George Harrison of the Beatles took LSD
1: mm-hmm. and they got tricked actually. Like they got dosed in like a cup or something. Yeah, like, so not
0: cool, not cool. So George Harrison uh, had a dentist, and he had not uh, at the dentist, he, and uh, and it was his nineteen sixty five or six. I want nineteen sixty six. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's season. And so uh, the dentist one was having like a little dinner party with him and his. Uh, Him and his uh, wife, um, George Harrison and Patty Boyd, like his first one. And then actually John Lennon way before Yoko Ono, John Lennon was married to Cynthia Lennon. Uh, Not a lot of people know that. Yoko wasn't the first. He had a a wife before that.
1: Did the dentist um, stop between the main course and when everything was taken away and dinner and give everyone a 10 minute floss break?
0: Uh, uh, if it was an English dentist, I'm going to say no. Make you sure know to I check mean. your lateral incisors, I guys. Did, that was the one that impressed me when I was reading the story. I was just like, the English, they have the worst teeth in the world. I was like, these motherfuckers went to the dentist and your, your teeth still look like that? The dentists in England. Must but I was be, like, all right, it's the Beatles. There, I probably they probably ha- were the only ones that went to the dentist because they were ri- because they were rich, or they were like uh, like on TV. Oh no, no, no. I have I have a
1: dentist being like <laughs> an um, English like, like the, worst the librarian type, where y- anyone can be a dentist, and they're all really poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: at the end of the meal. Um, they, uh, the dentist, they're actually, they're actually about to, they wanted, they're about to leave. And then it was like, hold on, no, 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 wait, wait, let's have some coffee and stuff and some tea before you leave. Um, and so they sit down and apparently according to John, um, he was like, yeah, the guy really wanted us to drink this coffee. Like and kind of drink it quickly. He was like, you know, he had, he had said multiple times. And then, so once they were finished with their cups of coffee, the dentist, Uh, They go to leave. This is like, actually, that's probably not a good idea because. Yeah, don't drive right now. Those sugar cubes that uh, you put in your coffee were all laced
1: with LSD. And so. Uh, Just PSA for everyone out there. You can give your friends LSD. But you should tell them first.
0: Yes. Have you ever had anyone do that to so I've had someone do it to me. It was, no, that's fucked up. I, I had someone do it to me, and I reacted the same way John Lennon did. John Lennon was fucking livid. Apparently, like he was so pissed off that you know the, you wouldn't tell him, and he and and they both of them they've never done it. they no one that they've never done LSD. Yeah. So like that being the first time he was livid. He's like he even said he's like this, this is not how I want my first time to be, and so they stay. Um, trip balls, John there. They said that John actually ends up leaving first, uh, to go. Cause now he's tripping balls and he wants to go see music. So he goes to a club to go see music and, um, the yard were like playing and stuff.
1: <laughs> Sounds good to me.
0: But, uh, so they say, so they said, so that was the first time the next, uh, after they did that for the first time, this was. When they say, apparently, George and John then introduced L.C. to the whole band, and the first album that they came out with after that was Revolver, mm-hmm. which makes sense because it's a very psychedelic, so probably their first, like, very psychedelic in going into, like, those type of sounds and stuff, and even the cover, too. Um, but uh, there's a song on the album, Revolver, called Dr. Robert, and it's supposedly about that guy and oh, that's and that cool. Night, yeah, that's cool. That's what. Yeah, that's where like John,
1: written by John Lennon. I'm hoping he's talking shit about the guy. Uh, it's it's more Doctor Robots, you asshole. <laughs> no, it's just
0: more of just like you know, be careful to drink that cup on the table. Perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I want them to be very like, overt with what they're talking about, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was what I learned this week. The first time um, John Lennon and George Harrison uh, did LSE, they were tricked
1: into it. How long between that and them, like, going to India and doing, like, the the scene in Walk Hard with Dewey Cox where they're (laughs) all just, like, in India tripping all the time?
0: Probably not too far after because... Like I said, Revolver was like 1966, I believe, was when Revolver came out. And the Beatles were done by 70. So. Yeah, it had, it's probably like, yeah. And right you remember after the that. Beatles? By that time, that was the other thing too. When I was reading it, it was, it was 1966. And it was, I believe, Revolver was, they said in the article, their seventh studio album. I was just like, oh, that, yeah. they They're just, they turned out like two a year. Like they They're were Michael just, Jackson. There was at least one a year, at least one. So yeah, it was probably not soon after that.
1: Huh. Yeah all right um i have some neighborhood updates okay um so let's start with mango man okay um i have been oh no is this, absolutely is this good or bad i have been absolutely kind of worried relishing this interaction okay and okay. i've been making sure to wake up and get the dog on the leash a little early, a little more, uh, to make sure that I'm making my rounds of the in the neighborhood at the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen him. Haven't seen him.
0: Haven't seen him. Word on the block is Jordan's getting out there early. Watch your sh- watch your um,
1: shit. I let P Funk know, fellow Riverlandian. Mm-hmm. Um, she she knows of the Mango Man, and she's got her her eyes peeled. Okay. Uh, and I said, you know, we need to form a coalition to get this guy out of the hood. Okay. So I have people all over the place. And we're looking for you, Mango Man. And I think he's heard. I like to think that he's laying low under another... I think
0: he listens to the pod.
1: I hope so. <laughs> I hope you heard it loud hey, and clear.
0: He's, he's, like, I think he is and right now... Will you directly talk to
1: Mango Man right now? Mango Man, let me just say right now if you are an avid listener of the podcast and I come to square up to you and you pull out your mangled you know iPhone 4 and you mangled. pull and and you pull up the uh, shut the funk up podcast on Spotify and you show me the f- label, I will then untense my muscles put my hands down, and allow you to take all the mangoes you want. Wow. All right. Okay. It is but ha- if you do not... <laughs> if you don't have an iPhone... This is a betrayal never seen before, and I will be squaring up when I see you, um, and get, it'll probably be at four a.m., so wow. be ready. Be ready. I
0: wonder what... Yeah, I wonder... Now, when, uh, do you walk by his? I don't. I don't, don't want to call it his house don't his, know where he lives. His, oh, I thought
1: no said, idea where
0: he lives. I thought you said maybe your wife had a uh, had like kind of new like don't oh, he, we don't
1: we don't have a drop on where he lays, where he okay, rests his head. That's where we need to start. I might need to start following him. Yeah. Now, a I light know his, follow like a Ben Benson follow like stay back a little that's bit. That's not a light. That's a light. Stay that's back not a light. couple cars. Ben Benson does not lightly follow someone. Okay, you're right. Um I know where he normally perches. His perch, mm. where he sells mm-hmm. his, yes. his, 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 um, his marketplace, if you will. His, I know where his mercado is. His, his little farmers market on, I know, on the end. there. I know where that is. Where there's a population of one vendor, one vendor. Yeah, yeah. The only one, the monopoly. Yeah. But I haven't seen him. But why? Shocking! I'm telling you, he my, heard something. My attention has now turned. To a more recent and relevant issue that I have in the neighborhood. Avocado man. No. <laughs> uh, can't say I know of any avocado trees in the hood. Okay. But they're there, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, actually, what am I saying? The neighborhood across, uh, neighbor across the street does, but it's in the backyard. Okay. Um, But I have a more pressing Don't issue. Don't let Mango Man know about that. No. He, he's not a backyard kind of guy. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, and let me also say this just to make this very clear. One of the trees that he is regularly pilfering from, I just, and this is like a hermit. I've never seen the person, but I've seen a car like gone twice in like two years. Right. But there is a sign saying (gasps) warning no trespassing. It's new. No. Been there the whole time. Oh. But I'm just, I'm just, because I think there was some um speculation maybe he had a pre-existing relationship with some of these people or maybe some of these people were okay with it right this this sign is directly in front of the mango tree uh, okay we also have a smile you're on camera surveil- surveillance system at this house Same house yeah okay and this guy's up in there yeah ballsy 15 feet into the yard ballsy now let me turn my head, okay. my, my light, over to this other issue. Okay, five a.m. Uh, yesterday morning. Get up, walk the, gotta walk the dog. Going in early, hitting the gym, so I'm up at four forty-five. Five a.m. I opened the, I had flicked the outside lights on a minute or two before that. Came back, got the dog on the leash, pop outside. Now, at this point, I'm looking across the street, and there is a car in the swale directly across the street from me. Okay. Okay? Car doors open, and I see a guy there. Okay. Now, mind you, it's 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm waking up. It's dark out. And I'm starting to look a little bit closer, and this guy's rummaging. In the passenger side, did you door open? Are you mid? What I then realize is this is uh, a a it's common a robbery, problem. Robbery, robbery, robbery. <laughs> common problem we have in Fort Lauderdale of you know some of the uptown boys coming downtown yeah. and checking car doors in the middle of the night. Yes, well, I, not I breaking it. in. I have it as well, but. They come check the doors, and if it's open, they're going through it. I have it as well.
0: It's a known thing in the neighborhood. Like, if you leave your car unlocked, this will happen to you.
1: Correct. So, uh, I'm putting two and two together oh, as no. Paul starts begin beginning to do his job. I was about to say. Which is bark like a fucking crazy person. Yes. Now, at that point, the Thank adrenaline God. has surged through my body But I'm also like, hey, you're not a hero. No. So we want to get the guy out of there. So I go, hey, is that your car? What are you doing? And he goes, yeah. But then he as he's doing that, I can tell his bike is like laying on its side, like kind of between his legs. Yeah. And he gets up and basically books it. And I yell, get the fuck out of here and don't come back. Damn. And uh, the question is... The hood is hot, bro. The hood's hot right now. The hood is hot. So I call the neighbor. I say, hey, someone's going through your car. I scared him off. I'm watching this guy bike off into the distance. Yeah, well, it's, well, under it's, the yeah, streetlights, what's done is done. And uh, he comes out. He's, it's his daughter's car. There's, like, nothing missing mm-hmm. that he can say. or surprised you him. didn't whip out the phone. That
0: would have been my first instance. Just like, then I'm going to whip out the phone, and then I'm going to yell.
1: Well, I didn't start recording because I was like, you know, I, I wanted to scare him and get him out of there, but I didn't want to provoke and like have to fucking square up. Oh, I don't well, think a, but, the but camera the, does that. I think my it scares question, him off more. My question at that point was did I what did I do wrong? What should I have I have I, done? No, I would have, have, I I would, I would have changed zero.
0: Zero notes? Zero notes. I would have said the exact same thing. Hey, what are you doing? Is that your car? Like if I, if I, if I don't know whose car that is, I would have been like, Hey, what are you doing? Is that your car? I know, maybe is. I know the neighbors. I know the neighbors. That's you? he's, that ain't. And then as soon as I saw like the bike, I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, Oh yo! And then you'll get the fuck
1: out of here. And yeah. him saying, yeah. And then getting up and basically getting on his bike basically yeah. tells me the Yaz really a definitely no.
0: I would have done the same exact thing. And if the guy would have stayed for some reason. I would I would like I would have got my phone out just because you know you know I don't know one just, I think it would scare him away quicker and then two like I don't know maybe we can get a maybe maybe you get a good look at the guy and you post it on next door and then like I don't know maybe he's done other people and then we, you can find him whatever but the crazy I, would have, I, would have, too. I would have the phone out if you would have stay then I was just like I would have sat there for a little bit and like all right if this guy's okay with me letting him film him and and, and there's no bike then maybe maybe it, may it is his car.
1: No, it's definitely not his car. Um, but I was. I was on the same thing. Yeah. I'm not fighting. I just, I'm not getting in there. Yeah. It's not I, my car.
0: I'm just going to try and deter and get this guy away as quick as possible. it sounds like you did exactly that.
1: Yeah. And like, I'm literally one foot outside my door. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could have easily. He couldn't have gotten to me any quick. Like, he couldn't have charged at me. Like, I yeah. could have been inside the door. But, right, you yeah. know, so I wasn't like that. But I was just like. So I was, of course, very fired up after that, Walk around the neighborhood looking for him. Yeah. Did the same thing again this morning, went outside very early, and, like, you know, did not turn the light on right away and peeked my head out. First off, texted all the neighbors, let them know. But then this morning, I, like, did not turn the light on, and I tried to see if maybe there was a repeat of, you know, offense occurring, but uh, nothing. Okay. But... I got my eyes on everyone in the neighborhood. Well, it's good, I actually. I mean,
0: I, I, I mean, he would be a very super criminal because if, if I'm, not, if I'm him, and that happens to me, all right, hey, let's cross off this street because I know at least there's one fucking guy on that street that gets up fucking early. So I'm, I don't want to run into that guy again because that guy gets up at fucking four forty five. Yeah. So we're like, let's, let's try the next street.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like, would never like if you. I like that, to think they all have a big map back at the house, and they've crossed our street off. They They're went like, back two years went, for at least two eek, months. Eek.
0: Yeah, like there's like there's a guy there. the The dog was barking, and he gets up fucking early. Let's do something else. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a bit of a uh crime. I mean somewhat of a crime related issue I get this phone call um I've gotten it before but I was expecting a phone phone call this this week and, and I usually because I usually don't pick up random numbers and I picked up the phone call this week and it was from the police benevolent society have you heard of this have you ever gotten these
1: uh asking for money yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. Uh, well, it's okay. but we're, we're in the day and age now where if you're just like work phone is different, but personal phone, if you're not in the phone and then leave a voicemail for me yeah. to then verify who you are, you're not getting, I'm not picking it up.
0: Yeah. I was waiting for the Daniel improv to call me back, uh, on some tickets that I had purchased. And then I couldn't find them. And I was like, please like call me back. Let me know if you yeah. So that was the only reason why I picked up. Yeah, you were prim- you were primed for an answer. So I pick up. They do the whole rigmarole, you know. Uh, you hear blah 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 blah. This is what we're doing. You know, can we put you down for seventy five? That's what that's what the most people are doing.
1: I heard a podcast recently where the guy did that like a while ago. Mhm. And he got pulled over, but they had sent him like a sticker and like the thing that goes over the license yeah. plate. Uh-huh. And the guy pulled him over and was like you're speeding, but I saw the sticker, so Want to go on and get out of here now? Cool. Would you? Do you think it might be a worthy investment of just giving the seventy-five, knowing you're getting off on the two-hundo later? Uh, I feel like
0: BSO Broward Sheriff's Office officers don't give two shits about that sticker. Mm. BSO the officers down here are kind of douchey. They're kind of dicks. I mean, so like I feel like, uh, and and I feel like the city's budget is like a lot of fucking money. So like I feel like they're not doing too bad on like. Needing money, yeah, they get what they need. Mm-hmm. So I would. So
1: they so got plenty me, of no, toys.
0: Yeah, to me, no. Like I don't think like if I'm speeding, they're gonna be like, oh, this guy
1: helps us out. He's probably like, fuck this guy. So you gave him like a buck fifty, or so I said, nah,
0: I'm all set, man. And then he's like, well, okay, well, what uh, can we? What about fifty? Can we give we put you on for fifty? And I was like, nah, man, I really can't. Just uh nah, I can't. And 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 I and I was I was at I was at work, so like I usually I. I and I, I'm kind of mean those people. I'm surprised You've that you didn't me. just
1: start that you didn't you know engage in the hang up process. I didn't know if in. they were
0: gonna call back or something. I didn't know, you know it was the police. so I was just like you know, and and I had and I had some time on my hands so I was just like no I'm good on the fifty. And then he's like, well, how about twenty five? How about twenty five bucks? And I was like, nah man, I'm really like I'm not like whatever whatever number you say here. Yeah, I just can't do it. I'm not you know I can't. I'm sorry.
1: And the guy... Do you think that at that point, there's a he has a list in front of him, <laughs> and he puts a check next to your name of, like, Raid or Do Not Raid, and he just checks the box Raid?
0: Yeah, I don't know, because then he goes... Then, then I go, nah, sorry, man, I just can't do it. And he goes, Okay. All right. Well, um, hopefully your uh, financial situation gets better, and we'll you know we'll call you back in a couple and and see if you if you can give again. And I said, "What?" <laughs> he goes, what? What, "What? what? 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 What happened?" I go, I "Go!" I go, "Did you just give me a dig right there on my? You said something about my financial situation."
1: Well, he's assuming that if you can't give the police department, the sheriff's department of, of Broward County, uh, 75 bones, twenty five, then, then you are in a, a, a rough situation. It can't be that you don't want to give or so, don't have the money to give. You just, you just don't have it. You're eating so, tuna out of a tuna can. So,
0: uh, so Alex, uh, now was now wants to engage mm. and now he, he wants to let them know Oh no, I don't want to give you money.
1: Trying to let you off easy.
0: I would yeah, and like I was just like I was like, "Well, listen. Financially, I can afford 25." I go, "Financially, I can afford 50." I go, "Dude, financially I could afford 75." Oof, did that stick in his craw? <laughs> and he and he, and he goes, "Oh, well that's good to hear." I go I go, "But not but I but I go, but not for you guys." And he goes, Oh, well, what's the reason? I go, I go, because right now I don't want to. It has nothing to do with not having, uh, you know, money to afford. I, it has nothing to do with like blue or black or any lives matter. I just don't want to give you money right now. You just want to win the transaction. Yeah. And he goes, Okay, well, that's, you know, all right. I totally understandable and we appreciate it. And I was like, Good, goodbye. The fight. he got me, dog. He, started, he, he when he said, that, "I was like, ooh, ooh,
1: what?" I think that they're like, if I'm not gonna get any money out of this transaction, I'm gonna let them know. It's a good tactic. Yeah, I think that's what they they came up with, like on their ways to respond. Like they have ways to respond. Right, and they're talking about Wait, like policemen out in the field, and then c- callers making trying to get donations. There's
0: five options on ways to end the phone call if they do not donate. Yeah, number three one, of them are number that. one is okay, thank you, bye. Number two is we appreciate uh, you know your time today, goodbye. Number three is we'll hit you back next year, mm. bye. Number four, bye. Number
1: five. Oh, you ain't got it like that. Oh, you're poor. Okay, see you later. Bye. Yeah, we'll be we'll be beating we'll be beating you up in a couple in a year from My now. My guy
0: chooses number five every time. Love that. I like I like that too. But he got me, and I was just like, I was like, wait, what?
1: And like, I'm just like, all right, I have to let him know that I am not poor right now. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he he hangs up with you, turns to his buddy, and goes, "I just got off the phone with the poorest guy." <laughs>
0: You know, but then you know what happened to me after I got off the phone. I was like, "Yeah, there we go." Oh shit, I fucked up. Now this guy knows I got money, so they're gonna call back for sure. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I just they just transferred me to the list of definitely call because he had. If you listen to the recording, he admitted to having lots of money.
1: That's where you go. I'm on <laughs> government
0: assistance. I, I, I can't like, afford oh, prescriptions. I, like, I go.
1: He got me, and I did exactly what I definitely didn't want to do. He goes, he, he put you down. He goes, do not raid just yet list. And he goes, I'm calling this motherfucker back every month I'm calling, until dude, the fucking the end of time. The first of the month, every month, bro. You get that paycheck? <laughs> How to come out? Last time I talked to you, you said he was at work. What you got after taxes? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can see.
0: Yeah, bro. I you already like, gave
1: us some of that in the taxes, Dunga. but can 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 we hold a little more? Done, got. got.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got. You got got. But
1: I thought, you know,
0: you always like and I feel like listeners too, but you know Alex's stories and I thought I was I was like, "Ooh, this is a good one. This is mm-hmm. one that like yeah. Jordan's like only you." Yep.
1: Yeah. That one's stuck. That's going to stick in your craw for a little. <laughs> yeah. Um so I was uh I I gave my my beautiful baby daughter uh a nickname recently and it started to uh, I, I, it's basically a baby name in the theme of a band or a group, and then I started trying to compile a oh, yeah, list. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and okay. my wife also had a list together, so I have a list of some names here of like band names and, and members from groups, but with something related to my daughter, which I think you'll understand pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's mostly just things that are coming out of her um, from different orifices. And I, I have this this list here. And I want to go through it. And I want you to pick the winner. Didn't I write some down? There? You gave me one good one here, and I okay. don't know if you have a couple other ones. But the first one here from my list is Pootsie Collins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm back. <laughs> Pootsy Collins. Yes.
0: Poot Collins is a good one. Right. Now I also, have,
1: really one. I also have I also
0: have Yeah, right. Tool or no or no, we all also Jewel. We were thinking Jewel. I was yeah. thinking Jewel. Yeah, that's right. That was the best part of it. Yeah. Because yeah. you want to think tool with that one, but it's
1: actually Jewel. Definitely. Yeah. I actually didn't even think of Tool until you just said that. Oh, okay. Didn't even it, cross my it's mind. Like, it's a good one. It's a good one. Now I also have the Fartic Monkeys. The Fartic Monkeys. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. To stay to stay in that in that vein, I got Farty by Nature. Farty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was even better. I got Spit Up Not. Spit Up Not. Yep, yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. I also have one of the ones that I think you will like most: Booba Stank.
0: That one was my favorite I believe when you first when we first went over this I thought that
1: one is undercover really good. And the name that actually stemmed this whole list is Old Squirty Bastard, a.k.a. Squirt McGirt.
0: Squirt McGirt was right under Booba Stank. And you, it should be, oh, but it's 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 for me it's right under it. Squirt McGirt feels just AKA, fun.
1: It's an a.k.a. though, because it's Old Squirty Bastard, and then you got to go a.k.a. Squirt McGirt. It feels good to say. Right? It's like fun to say. Now, my wife, her list, uh, she started with Blink 180 Poops. And I said, "You missed an opportunity there, Blink 180, poo." Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Now she's also got P
0: Diddy. That one I thought was 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 was
1: simple but clever. Simple but clever. Yeah, because she said it, and I go, "Oh wait, that does that doesn't work." Oh, ah, uh, yeah, that's why it's good. Now she's also got Elpis.
0: That one I liked. I remember I liked that one too. That that one was good. And uh, the
1: last one that she came up with was Jaw
0: Judge was is a, is a, is, a, is another good one. Is another good. So one.
1: I need you to be the arbiter here. Well, tell and them mine. Tell them my good one. What were what were the ones you came up with? I had a bunch, but I remember my spit up knot was one of the ones I think you. Spit had up said. knot
0: was one of them, but I remember I had instinct. Instinct,
1: yes. Instinct was I thought was pretty good. That was yeah. That that is a good one. And I can't um, remember the. Um, I. Ha- and if you guys, yeah. if you have any good ones, 305-741-3671, text us and let us know your best baby. It's coming out of a baby and it's a band name. I don't yeah. know how else th- to describe I, well, I it. I think
0: that was if those well, old squirty bastard, anything, AKA squirt, yeah, Maggard, anything that like babies kind of do like attach it cleverly up like, as if it was a pun for with a band. Yes. Yeah. Yeah
1: so uh of uh you're i i beat i beat my wife right like i i oh, won i yes. won oh okay. yes okay good. yeah yeah that's yeah, all yeah. i really wanted yeah
0: boob I, Boobastank to me is just like i have questions you know
1: i just i just love that one i that was one of the Cause, last because the ones. best thing
0: about it is is one it's the band Hoobastank, right which is just for for me personally for you to like pull that one no pun intended out of your ass is amazing to me like that's you know, that's, that's the band you're, you're using. And then you go two in there, you got the boob and you got stank. Mm. So that's a two for one right there. That's, that's why, that's
1: why to me it
0: is, it's, it is the top of the list.
1: That one I wrote down. I didn't say anything or giggle out loud. I wrote it down and then just smirked to myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I go, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm smart. I kind of nodded. I'm I kinda smart. Nodded. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, you ready to get into this peacock? oh uh, well, oh wait yeah 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 i wanted i wanted to go yeah because you did something cool this weekend and i thought and yeah and you you i called you while you were there and then so i'm intrigued now
1: which was which was even better because of the moment that you called but just to give the background it was uh my sister-in-law's uh 30th birthday and we they had set this up and asked if we wanted to go and normally i'm kind like, of like things for a birthday huh Jesus dude, Christ! Dude, uh, All right, right, keep going. I'm yeah, God, really uh, yeah, nope. yeah, yeah, We yeah, yeah, got yeah. a
0: lot of things for this birthday here. Oh yeah,
1: I mean it's the thirty thirty. I'm just saying, us men would have picked one day, done <laughs> one thing, and called it a day. It was,
0: sounds like there was at least three things happening. Four,
1: four. Okay, keep going. So she, they, they say, hey, do you want to go to a murder mystery dinner? And I go, CC, very intrigued. Yeah. Cause I was like, you That's know, awesome. I don't I don't really like there's that to me falls on like the the list of things where I could see half the people out in the world going, yeah, sign me up for that. Mm-hmm. And the other half people being like, nah. So originally it was supposed to be in Miami. They moved it, it was in West Palm. So it's at a hotel. Okay. Which to me Red flag number one. Yeah. Was it like a like, conference well, could... room? Or... So we get there and the guy comes out. He's like, hey, we're going to start soon. Grab a drink at the bar. We're having drinks at the bar. And then he's like, it's the room all the way down on the right. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of looked like a room pre-conference, uh, you know, that's in town to discuss, you know, optometry <laughs> or uh, wedding rehearsal. At the venue, vibe, team building play for definitely for a corporate team building. Corporate team building. They
0: just continue to like refill the coffee.
1: Yes, this was yeah that. So uh-huh. that to me, red flag number yes. two. Yes. So we get in there and we all we're at a table. We got other people we don't know. You know, blah blah blah. And so we get up because the first thing is you got to go around and start interviewing people. That was the first, like. Now, what was your name again? Um, oh, yeah. So everyone had to pick a code, code name. name. Yes. And um, I'm trying to remember. I think I was. I think I was codenamed Flamevine. Or I was. No, code. it was code it code name. Me. Ugh, I got to ask. I got to ask Wifey. Um.
0: They were funny as hell. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. that was all you I called you and you're like, yo, I'm at a mystery mystery party right now. I'll call you back. And I was like, and I go, what? And you go, this is my code name. This is my wife's code name. Bye. It was yeah, like that. Yeah, like that was the yeah. phone call. Just like, oh. <laughs>
1: well, we were trying to come up with things like about us that were interested in coming up. Uh mother in law was mystique. Oh, you'll love this. Father in law. <laughs> Retired dentist. Yeah. Code name, Driller. Oh, uh, Daddy Likey. Yeah. Really yes, lean, Yes, 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 I like yes, that. yes, uh, I can't. I gotta ask. I gotta ask wifey what it was. Okay. But so we're getting up. We're interviewing people. That's right. When you called, and then that was really like the only interactive part. But like they didn't have. Really like any? It was all in the same room. All in the same room. Okay. Oh I mean,
0: when you I envisioned a, like a house or and multiple
1: that and that's kind of what I was thinking. I thought we were gonna to go to like a small dinner party or that right. And I guess, yeah. it's kind of like Clue where all the stuff is happening around. Was us there as we're food eating. served? Like hotel food. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. This is like bad wedding food. Gotcha. So that was the other part. Bad wedding food. I'm like, Damn come it. on. Yeah, Yeah. I thought this was going to be like a savory, delicious dinner party and there's stuff going on around. Yeah. I didn't realize this was team building conference at the Marriott, but probably not even as nice as the Marriott. Yeah,
0: you get a steak, you know, although it was at a Marriott, you get a steak put down in front of you and like it's bloody and it looks like a murder scene. Yes. You know, like the, the dishes are themed.
1: Yeah, like none of that. Your cocktail has got like some type of you know a, a human eye in it. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, and then on top of that, it was like they the people that were acting they were actually funny. Like you could, they were all from an acting. Uh, do I say troop? I think I say I think it's trope,
0: or maybe it is troop. troop. I don't know.
1: All from an acting troop. I am to be troop. And but there's an E on the end. And there's a U in there too, right? They definitely is a U in there. I, I don't trope is another I think it's word.
0: T-R-O-U-P-E.
1: Yeah. So I think trope. Or they troop. were they were funny, oh, no. but it was just you know, it was one of those things where I was like C minus. C minus. Okay. Um and then at the end you have to go on your phone on the on like a website and you have to put in who, who whodun- done it who? and why. Okay. Now, just so just just full disclosure: Is the person
0: that did it are they um, implanted in there, and they are an actor.
1: Yes. Okay. And there are people in the in the um, audience that are part of the acting troupe, but they're acting just like a normal person. Okay. So full full disclosure: I'm gonna now fast forward to the end. I did get the killer right. Out a boy. Now it was, was it not easy was it harder? It was not be because honest. it was not because of the hints that I was picking up due to the show that the hints were in the show. Okay. I did not pick up any of those it hints. It was
0: just your overall spidey sense.
1: My spidey sense was saying that mm-hmm. this individual mm-hmm. did not belong and this is the killer you were just going off of behavior observational behavioral analysis I was looking at the cut of your jib and if I liked it I'm crossing you off my list if oh. I didn't like it I'm circling that in the newspaper dude that's 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 good detective instincts right there
0: so I don't know that's how that's you many... in the interview room going uh, sitting there and after about you know 45 to an hour of interviewing you go out there and your partner's right outside there he th- he throws down the cigarette stomps on it and goes what do you think and you go we've got our killer. And then end scene.
1: Guilty. You already know it. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the box. He's sweating in the box right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I did get it correct, but not for... Like, because they then go, oh, let's see who got it. And I'm wondering, because you had to, like, text it in or some shit mm-hmm. like that, like, if it was... If they were going to name everyone who got it right, or if it was going to be, um you, like, like, who got it right first. So they didn't explain that, but to the credit of the woman who got it right and who they read one she gave like this person did it because this person is related to this person oh, who she then she like listened she, she un- listened
0: to the fucking act like oh,
1: i felt good up until the fact that then they read the explanation which i left blank and it was a paragraph and I was like, oh, I,
0: could, you, I wish you would have just like, I would have, I wish, you know, your explanation would have just, you're like, it's this person. And the reason why the cut of their jib
1: <laughs> just like,
0: yeah. you just put that in there.
1: Yeah. So it was, um, it was, it was interesting to do it. If there was, I think a better yeah. one that, cause it had good reviews even uh-huh. I didn't book it or like look anything up on it though. But like, if I knew it was going to be more like a dinner party, like I'm thinking of in my head, candelabras on an, on an exquisitely built wooden table. I was just about to table. say, I was like,
0: if they just would have had it at a place, serving it, was like 50, serving... it was
1: like 50 people. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like if
0: you would have just changed the location to at a place, people serving you in a good dinner, that would have automatically bumped it up like a bunch.
1: Now, spoiler alert, it was a server. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm, see, they tried.
0: Mm-hmm. You said, "Nah, that guy's putting that chicken parmi parm down all." He wasn't. He wasn't.
1: um, He he wasn't actually serving. He was just. That was what put the red flag up first. He's in a waiter outfit. Everyone else is is Everybody's mulling around, grating the cheese, giving us putting down salads. He was holding salads. he was holding a water uh, jug, oh. but no, not filling any he jugs said, up. Yo, the, the ice has been done
0: melted in there, son. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I sniffed it out. I like
0: that. I, I think sniffing it out with the street sense is better than like the, the book sense.
1: I yeah, I was about to say I'm the New York um, detective who. Uh, my partner was able to figure out exactly why they did it. He solves cases
0: in very unconventional ways. And
1: I just got it done because I was like, I could feel it in my gut. You're monk. Y- yeah. You know, I mean? went and had a dirty, uh, dirty water dog at the corner. I came back inside and said, "This, we got our guy."
0: And you got mustard all up in your stash
1: while you say it. Yeah, I have a giant dick broom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, uh, murder mystery dinner. Mixed reviews, interesting, got it right. Did anybody else in the crew get it right? Um, I think Cody Dog also got it right. Yeah. But that was the thing, though. We couldn't really give a good explanation like this other fucking lady with the full paragraph. She was paid attention to Where much. I was like, okay, I'm a disheveled detective in New York City. Your FBI, your special agent, you know. You have a coffee stand on your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you ready to get in this peacock now? Yeah, let's do it let's, right, do it, let's do it. All right, let's do it.
0: this week's cut that peacock in yeah. music i will obviously cut, cut. <laughs> no but i keep that in on you bro yeah uh uh this week's peacock in music is danzig oh
1: okay Gee, mother my, uh, i tried to, i try to
0: <laughs> try to move it around this week i you know i always like to try not to get bogged down in the same stuff cuz you know it's easy to do the same type of this. That's the music we listen to. But I do love Danzig, and I and I wanted. To, I've been trying to get back to heavy metal.
1: D- that mother by Danzig is great song. Immediately teleports me back to like just moved to Florida, learned what like punk rock is, <laughs> what who punks are, because I was hanging around the skate park a lot. Cool. That song was always on. Like yeah. we're talking. 9798. I like that. Oh, yeah. So I this like is already that. putting me back to like, <laughs> yeah, this is, this has already got me back in a, in a mood.
0: 1987 to present. Like I said, heavy metal band. Um, Glenn, uh, Glenn Danzig, as most people know, he was in the Misfits, um, uh, prior to, uh, Danzig, but he was in the Misfits. Didn't know that. Yeah. He was the least one in the Misfits.
1: That's... Uh, very underrated top, top 10 t shirt. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Right Put them there. in just because of the T-shirt. Yep, them and Rancid. Yep, they're, they're in there. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, uh, left the Misfits though eventually, and sided and started like a little side uh, project called uh, uh, Sam Hine. That was the name of the band. I think it's has some type of it's like, like big German. I has some. I think it's like German for some type of like Satan thing. Of course, so, yeah, they love that. Yeah, they love that. Um, but on July fourteenth, nineteen eighty six. Uh the band performed at the Ritz in New York City. And in the in, in attendance there was Rick Rubin, who um Rick Rubin was there kind of scouting. He wanted to start like a little super group, metal, big metal group. And so after the performance, he approached Glenn Danzig and said, Hey, do you wanna um you know start a start this group and stuff, and and he was like, you know what, I'm down, but we got to take my basses with me because he's the man. And Ruben said, all good, let's do it. So they, um, they started Danzig, obviously named after him. You got Glenn Danzig on vocals, Erie Vaughn, who's... Does the... he play an instrument too, or no? He just sings? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Erie Vaughn's on bass. You've got John Christ on guitar. And Chuck Biscuits uh, is on the drums, and he was from Black Flag.
1: <laughs> Another underrated shirt. I was just shirt. about
0: to say, as, soon as I said it, put that one down, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: your brother-in-law is just salivating at the shirts right now. Right. Yeah. So
0: uh, in 1988, they released their self-titled album. Uh, had a ton of, ton of success on that one. Uh, that's one with Mothers on it.
1: And that was 88? That was 1988. Yep. Birth year, perfect.
0: And uh, they went. They had a lot of success with it. It eventual it, it went gold at the time, and then now since then it is now platinum. I was about to say, yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely. Um, they but they went out and they toured with like the Who's Who, you know, went on, like opened up for Slayer, opened up for Metallica, and then even by the end of um like uh eighty uh eighty eight and like the middle of eighty nine, then they just went on their they headlined their own tour because they were just, you
1: know, scared. Oh, they round. were doing them that early on? Yeah, like they oh, put wow. out the
0: thing and then they opened up for Slayer and Metallica and like a ton of like who's who and, like metal bands. And then by like after a year of like touring they're like, yo, you guys need to headline yourselves.
1: Which is like the perfect idea of like, hey, we're gonna put you a very successful, like just starting out <laughs> band in front of like these well established bands and you're just gonna siphon off some of that crowd yes. into your fan base now, yes, because exactly. you kind of it's like a cross a cross pollination. Yeah,
0: when that's always nice when headliners
1: aren't selfish like that because there
0: are two different types of headliners. There's headliners that want to help the guys, you know, the younger guys, and put them on there and think it would be a good overall show. And then there's the selfish headliners that don't want anyone before them. That's gonna like make them look better, better bad.
1: Yeah, I think that there should be a healthy competition mm-hmm. of. Hey, we're gonna fucking put on a show and you better bring it after us because you don't want us upstaging you guys. Yeah. And we want but to put on a good challenge, show. But that should be challenge challenge accepted. Exactly.
0: Yeah. If yo, if you're a headliner man, yo, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So um the 90s hit though and Ruben's involvement kind of like started to fade a little bit. So Glenn Danzig, he kinda took on like, you know, most of the producing roles um for the next two albums um but their second one uh demon sweet live or or thrall of demons thrall of Demon sweet live uh that one also went gold as well that one had some good success third one not as much but um uh after uh basically they came out with their fourth album uh there were all of these it started getting ugly with Def Jam Records and Rick Rubin and there was, you know, accusations of unpaid royalties and just overall like not getting from them? Yeah, from mm. from Def Jam and stuff. Um so they left the label. Um there at that point their their relationship with uh, Rick Rubin was had just absolutely just deteriorated into like almost nothing because of obvious reasons. Um and the band kind of started to dissolve after that and then then they, this is when they kind of started getting a little bit of a um revolving door of m- musicians uh in certain spots I hate that point yeah I
1: hate that point of the band
0: yeah so the um the drummer left eventually um uh, chuck biscuits and he and he left he joined gravy right yeah he he joined he joined country fried steaks and um they actually, the first people, the first person they went to was Dave Grohl to replace. Oh, nice. But Dave said, nah, no, yeah, thank you. I got this foo
1: thing going on. I got, yeah, I got this other thing I'm going to, I'm going to do here. Um, but ironically. Was that like in between Nirvana and Foo Fighters? Uh, that was, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. he was like in the ether, not knowing what yeah, to do. Yeah, because like
0: 92 was Nevermind when Nirvana yeah. came out. And I bet Kerbain had already passed by... It was like 93, 94. 94 or something like that. So, yeah. Um, And this was their fourth album. Their first one came in 1988. So, yeah, it was definitely in between for sure. He
1: died in 94. 94. April 5th. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And um,
0: this... Well, we said 1988 was their first album. So, this is their... After their fourth album, they dissolved. So, it's... It was, yeah it was definitely it was probably in between yeah. yeah um but uh coincidentally our another little funny thing though is the drummer who they did get to replace um uh biscuits was this guy Joey Castillo and he um actually became uh he actually became the drummer uh, for for Danzig, but he Grohl. I don't know a lot of people know, but David Grohl was on was in the Queens of Stone Age. Mm-hmm. He recorded for them, like one of their songs for the Death, like one of their biggest albums, uh, which was like two thousand and one, I believe. And when David Grohl left after because he only did that one, just that one album with them. After that, Joey Castillo replaced Dave Grohl oh, nice. in Queens of the Stone Age. Okay, um, but. Their fifth album, now with the new drummer, um, and uh, they went and got a new guitarist as well for the fifth album, and and that was none other than Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. Oh. He was on the fifth album uh, with Danzig. Again, revolving door all over the place. Everyone liked Jerry. Got an Art Blakey situation going on. Yeah, he was only there for like one. Um, But then at this point after the fifth album the band was locked in a serious legal battle now with rick rubin and def jam because apparently def jam had all of this unreleased music that they just wouldn't give to danzig and they were trying to put it out and they were just like nope it was just it was really it was really ugly um so that really kind of puts a big pause button on the band um because one they had this revolving door happening they weren't you know, charting where they were, like, with their last albums, and then they had this whole legal battle, so, uh, kind of the pause button, but they continued to tour through the 2000s and stuff, and, um, uh, they haven't really done, they haven't really released any music in, like, almost 20 years, but I did read, and fingers crossed, Oh, uh, back in like 2016 or whatever it was that he did in an interview. Someone asked him, like, you know, any projects, anything, whatever. And he did say that he's looking and he's in talks with doing a dark blues album with Hank Williams, the
1: third. Well, now, yeah, I am way back in.
0: I know I was like, please do that. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So there's your peacocking music this week, Danzig. Sweet. A little, little, little different, a little heavy metal for the people out
1: there. No, we are a, a, we are a musical podcast. There's a lot of feathers uh, in the peacock. We're at the Golden Corral. hmm And I know you came for the Salisbury steak, <laughs> but try a little bit of this chicken cordon blue. There you go. Right. Now, I know you're not taking some. does it look like real ham. No. <laughs> but try it out. Um, so I have
0: something that is going to tickle you to death, and I purposely wanted to wait to the end to leave you and leave everybody on a fun and good note. Okay. So this weekend, I took, uh... I took Bingo Hall Benny, Movie Buff Benny, mm. to uh, the com a comedy show because he's always saying I never take him anywhere to never take him to the comedy shows that I go to. Yeah, never and invite a- him out. And he's, a- and, he's a- and he's about to have a kid, so I was like, you know what? Maybe a little. Qu- this might be the last rock because it sh- honestly it should be any.
1: Yeah, we're on baby watch 2023 um, update from last week. Uh, still no baby. Yeah, 48 hours, and we see it, this is really
0: the yeah. So I took him out, and before. I'm about to pick him up. Literally, I'm like about to get my car. He calls. And he's like, "Hey, are you coming to get me?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to get my car right now." He's like, "All right, cool." And he hangs up. And I'm like, oh, "Okay." So, I when I pick him up, I'm like, "Yo, why did you why did you call?" Uh, and he's like, "He's like, oh, I wanted to see when you were coming because I wanted to stop over at um, Ashley, my sister's uh, house." And I was like, "Okay, why?" And he's like, "Oh, I wanted to ask her a legal question because my sister, she's a paralegal." And so I was like, "Okay, finish. Well,
1: time out. Finish you, this. You story. put it. You put it in park. Yeah." I was like,
0: "Finish this. Fuck. I mean, I don't know what you're doing now. Stop. No more breadcrumbs. Hand me the fucking loaf of bread. Hand me in the loaf. Let's go." So he goes, and then he then gets a smirk, and he goes, "I got subpoenaed for that DUI thing when I was following the girl."
1: Oh. Uh... <laughs> yeah
0: lead witness got subpoenaed they're going to trial love it well
1: wait so where we left off in the story and if you guys don't remember go back a couple episodes and benny had was leaving uh near um blondies he was out he was
0: was leaving blondies he works at you know he followed this woman who was clearly
1: hammered Driving all over the
0: place. And there's now, tons of more details in there. You have to
1: listen to the story. It's freaking hilarious. Where we left off, I thought he did... He okay, went got so the she, got car. Ar- she got arrested. She, yeah. And then I think... I'm not even going to spoil the last thing that he said to you. No. You have to go listen to it. If you, you wanted an
0: amazing story, go back... And find the episode. I might of, even
1: just have story time on the way home and go listen to that. <laughs> it's, it's, one of the, it's one of the best stories we've done on this podcast. This will win next time we do the uh awards show next year of this year's stories. Story I time think with Alex. That might just automatically be yeah. taking the title. So um the uh oh
0: if you're suppose, sub, um, if you're subpoenaed, you have to go. He's the lead witness. So my so my sister immediately like she's a paralegal. So she just like she gets in the system. She's cause she can see like the court documents. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So she's just like, Yup, your name's redacted. Like you're the number one you're the number one witness. And she's like, you know, reading like the accounts. Like she did the girl didn't she didn't blow. And, you know, Ben put a because Ben gave them all his information. Because remember, he didn't want to. If you remember the yeah. story, he was like, they're like, all right, well, now you have to give like, you know, a statement. He was like, what I not? just want to. I witness just want
1: to Yeah, I just want to narc on everyone. But I don't want to <laughs> have to deal with the consequences of narking
0: Yeah. So, uh, and so I, 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 I shit you not, not only is we, uh, Ben, not only, Ben is so, He's pissed off and freaked out that he has to do this. And and mainly, when I the because he kept bringing it up while we were driving to the improv, and I, to the point where I finally was like, what's your what's your thing with this? Why are you so like, it's, it's, it's an open showcase. You're just going to go up there and tell him your thing in peace.
1: Yeah, it's not like he you're has not, to hide the fact that, you know. You're not on trial. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: it's I was like, whatever. I was like, honestly, you're going to go up there and basically, it's you and the cop both have statements, and then you're going to tell yours, and they're going to be like, I was like, they probably have all of your recordings because you called fucking BSO. You were on the phone with them the whole goddamn time. Oh my time. god, I hope they fucking play I, it. and it's just like, him
1: complaining.
0: That's what I told. I told them the same thing. I go, dude, they, if they play those tapes, I was like, I want, I, I want to record, I want those recordings. I was oh like, I need god. to hear you on there just narking for half an hour. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, so it's like, dude, it's open and shut. But but Ben goes, he goes,
1: well, because I just don't want like this woman's definitely gonna fucking just commit your face to memory.
0: He goes, he goes, he goes. I just don't want like you know. The you know the uh the defendants or any of the defendants family or friends silence the witness and I go
1: Ben did ben, he do this the hand a, you just did the finger he
0: did the hand he did the finger quotes he goes silence the witness and I ben, go Ben do you think you're getting I,
1: hit Ben I turn around I go, I go this is a
0: DUI bro I'm like we're not even talking about jail time <laughs> like.
1: Oh. If probably not no, no you're right yeah yeah, yeah. No. i was like bro you're not gonna
0: think inside what are you talking about he goes i don't know i'm just saying i was like oh you're for real right now he's like yeah you don't know you'll never don't know and i was just like i do know you're good she's just trying she's just hoping that you don't show up
1: and you know show and he said I'll be
0: there. The, he goes. He goes. I'll be there. I go. Oh Ben, I'll be there too. I go. This is a public. I go. This is gonna be public, right? I go. I'll be out there, like in, in the in the uh, in the benches watching. And he goes. Can you Alex, take, don't can, do that? He goes. Can you take I go. Why not? He goes. Work. He goes. Don't look at me. He goes. Don't look at me when I'm up there. I'm like. I go. Ben, I'm gonna be searing into your soulless eyes, trying to get you to laugh on the witness stand. Are you joking me? I go. I'm gonna have. I go. Me and Jordan are gonna be there.
1: You have to request off. <laughs> I need... You have you to take You and me PTO. just show up, bro. You
0: have to take PTO. We do a live just emergency pod at right after. Oh, my God. We got to see this. I, go, I told Ben, I go, Ben, if you think I'm not going to see this through, you're sadly mistaken.
1: Now, I find it very interesting that he thinks that, and I'm air quoting, he could potentially be silenced <laughs> by the... Um, <laughs> By the disgruntled family members for this DUI case, but he's not worried about any clapback from the murder trial that he was on and then sent someone to prison for the rest of their life.
0: No, not that one. Not when he was right out, right after the verdict came down, which Ben attended. He didn't have to be there for. It. He sat in like the audience for it right after the verdict came down for the murder trial and sent someone away, Romeo, away forever. Uh, no Juliet. Uh, he he went and, went and met the the victim's family and shook the father and mother's hand. Remember, I don't know if oh I, don't, I don't remember the end of that one. He went up and said, "I, I got your
1: back." I Ben, <laughs> I think you have your your situations all out of whack here. He
0: um he hmm. he brought it up I. And I'm not even exaggerating this, Jordan. The rest of the night, ten more times during the rest of the night of just like, God. And then, or just like god i really don't want to fucking do that thing and it, like 10 more times i was just like bro you, you followed to- her I go, for an hour and a half that's what i said I go, I go honestly i was like no one is gonna feel bad for you i go i go it's not even a big deal i go and this is what happens he could not show up that's what i that's what i told that's, well, that's what i told him i go, I go well no he'll I- be in
1: contempt of court uh sister check me on that all right maybe I don't. if know. you're subpoenaed you have to go I guess,
0: yeah, maybe, yeah, I really, yeah, maybe you do. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, I to think go. you're right. Yeah, he, he has yeah, to go. Yeah, if you're speaking,
1: yeah, you have to go.
0: Yeah, he's lead litness. Redacted. Redactions all throughout it. When, do we when, know
1: when this is? Has the court date been set?
0: October. It's it's oh, it's in the midst. It's, man. Yeah, I won't say the day because I don't want to give you know. If it's, he it's can, an ongoing investigation, if he can
1: somehow find out what day he ends up. Being. He knows
0: the he knows the three days that that the trial should start in.
1: Yeah, but I guess he's never going to know because the prosecution will... I told him they're probably going to get something done before actually, they even get there. the prosecution goes first because they have to provide the burden of proof. Mm-hmm. So they actually go first. So he is the lead witness on behalf of the prosecution. So he could be, um, after they've set everything else up, they have the bartender come in there, right? They have what she was doing before that. Whoever she was before that. And then Blackjack Benny. I go, Ben, there's so
0: much evidence. Like, here I go. I go, even the boy, as I go, is the boyfriend there? I was like, you and the boyfriend were like, boys, you're about to give him a ride to fucking school. I was like, you're going to dab. Like, what's like,
1: is he going to be there? Now, we're going to need updates immediately as soon as this is over. How good is
0: this, bro? As soon
1: as this. uh, You know what, though? Benny. This is what you get. This is what... <laughs> for being a good citizen, I would say for being an over and above citizen doing your uh, your civic duty, this is what you get. This is what you get. And honestly, this is, I would say, let's just call it because no one died or anything. We'll call it a victimless crime in a sense, right? Yes. But... I I think everyone at some point has been watching, uh, famously Dick Wolf's Law and Order, famously, and always wanted to be the star witness. You get to live out a fantasy for all others, (laughs) and you get to be the number one prosecution's lead witness. He, this was on the
0: way. He, he's telling like when he told me this we were stopping out of Chris Cody's house first to see the draft or the draft lottery thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and like I said, it was on Ben's mind. And while we were there, he brought it up again. And so then we proceeded to tell Chris the story, which Chris, as everyone did when you tell, when you when not hear the story does, they Ben's die laughing. A, Ben's a psychic. Yeah. A, a Psycho. psycho. Yeah. A psycho. So literally fast forward to like 20 minutes before we're about to walk in, we're at the Daiquiri bar next to the improv and we're about to walk in. We're just getting like a little side cocktail. And, um, me and Ben are sitting there talking. I look down on them and I can see that Chris Cody's calling my Ben's phone. So I'm like, "Oh, Chris is Chris is calling. You pick that up." So he picks it up, and Chrissy puts him on speaker. Chris is like, "Hey, yo, Ben. Hey, I'm driving. I'm on, I'm on my way to dinner right now." And there's this car in front of me and it's swerving. What should I what should I do?
1: <laughs> oh my god. I think
0: that goes do the right thing, brother. <laughs> I
1: think um I think let's let me put out a PSA. I know we talked about it earlier, don't drug your friends unknowingly. Um as, if you are in the local municipality, we'll say anywhere in South Florida, and you see a wrongdoer in the act of said wrongdoing, I think. If you have the digits, you need to give. You need to give Ben a call.
0: Yes, he'll be there. He'll be there. Observe and
1: report. Observe and report. We'll see you next week. See ya.